everybody, and welcome back to Once Upon an Upside. We are here to talk about three movies from June that aired on UpTV, and I am just your host today, and I have Carrie back with me. Hey guys, good to be back with UpTV. And we have another special guest joining us. You will know her from the Hallmarkies podcast. We have Casey. Hello, friends. I'm so excited to be here. And I basically just kind of twisted Jess and Carrie's arm. And I was like, you need to have me on these up movie things because I just keep hearing about them. And (laughs) I love your recaps. So make me a guest. And we've been trying to, I think I've been trying to get on this for like months now. It just hasn't worked in our schedule with just crazy life. Mm -hmm. The heart life, my personal life in May and June, vacations and all of a sudden it's July. And I was like, yes, here we are. (laughs) And this is the first time you've ever reviewed them, right? I think so. I think, yeah. I know I did go back sometimes. Um, in the past, I will listen to the uh, upside recaps, and then I'm like, okay, now I really have to, I have to watch these because Jess and Carrie have such opposing opinions, and I really just want to <laughs> know who I, it's who who I land with. Yeah. Well, what was that one that you you were like, okay, I've got to watch this one to be the tiebreaker? Which what was that? Was that a birthday? birthday wish oh a birthday wish wish. a birthday the the one with the fake boyfriend yeah yeah I I liked it I thought it was cute yeah Carrie (laughs) but now we have three with us so we're not gonna have any ties no no all right on that note let's dive right in to our first movie which was the wedding ring and it starred Lauren Lee Smith and Dylan Casey. And our summary from UpTV is Kate Sterling's entire life is about proposals. As a jewelry designer, she's created rings for more happy couples than she can count. However, none for herself yet. At her sister's marriage, Kate is given a second chance to connect with her childhood sweetheart. Now she has to decide whether their feelings have changed or if the wedding will rekindle the sparks that once united them, giving Kate the ring she's been waiting for her whole life. Okay, can I just say her last name being Sterling, I had to giggle. (laughs) I mean, how appropriate for somebody who probably works with a lot of Sterling silver. But um. But I'm changed. That's right. That's why you're a guest on this show, Casey. Bring the good stuff. (laughs) Okay, so my first thing with this um, jewelry designer is we really never saw any of her designs, right? We really didn't see any of her work. And I really wanted to, especially her sister's ring that she supposedly designed. And yeah, because we maybe saw her work on like a sketch or two, but I think it wasn't. No, this was no. her assistant showed some designs, mm-hmm. but not. Oh yeah, the assistant showed the designs. That's right. Yeah, but not Kate. And she was like this sought after jewelry designer. I wanted to see some work so I could judge it. Mm-hmm. But she, I just had to believe, had to believe in her talent. Had to believe. So what, do you remember any, like what your first impression was or anything from the movie or my first impression was that this one, um, this was like a very different movie for Up TV because, and really like a lot of the the rom coms that we watch because it wasn't so much about them like whether 
they liked each other or not or like Mm -hmm. that kind of like back and forth it was like they knew they liked each other and we really just got to see them kind of getting to know each other again in that dating process yes okay let's talk about that okay (laughs) (laughs) I I got some thoughts oh no Who, who first of all and if you're out there whoever you are who may be doing this who does this okay eighth grade boyfriend you depart from each other. Sad day. You don't talk to each other for 19 years, y'all. 19 years. How how do you just like call somebody up? Hey, I'm gonna call up my eighth grade girlfriend because for some reason I've been stalking her on Facebook and found out she's a jewelry designer. No, this was, to- I was totally thinking the same thing. And I was like, how in the world? But I mean, there's a couple factors that I remember, like it was his hometown for one. And so like to recognize her name from s- someone from your hometown, that that's plausible. Two, she was on this list. Yeah, she was on their list. Him. Yeah, she was on this list that his job gave him to go go hunt these people all over the, the country. And he's like, oh, that's Kate so-and-so I forget her last name but um from his hometown so he like he just totally remembers he didn't he didn't go searching her out it just kind of happened professionally Um, professionally right yeah yeah that was my first impression too Casey but then yeah we learned when we learned later that she was on the list I was like oh okay that makes a little more sense and that is weird yeah. yeah, but still, I mean, it's still weird, even if she, okay, so I totally missed the whole list thing, obviously, <laughs> but how does a gigantic corporation have a list of these mom and pop shop owners? And I mean, like, either she's like amazing, or this is just not possible. <laughs> I don't know. I, and then the other thing too, with his job, because he's a contractor consultant, dude, I'm like, that's not your job. That's not what you do as a consultant. I work no, with consultants. Yeah, he's a head yeah but still his job title of employment consultant, dude, I was kind of like, no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, like you're supposed to be a professional in that field if you're a consultant, I thought. But um, I actually had a friend from college who who became a headhunter for like big companies. And she like, she had, she did the work for them in finding like their next big name or their next vice president and ex-president, that type of thing. And so it was her job to go to know who was in the field, you know, know their stats, know their company so that she could recommend them for these jobs and stuff. So this was a little bit more of a believable job to me, I think, because of my friend Annie had actually done something like this, not in jewelry, but <laughs> in like uh, something else in Chicago. But it, I was like, okay, he, he found her, he reconnected. My question with the eighth grade romance was, phew, no, who wants their eighth grade crush <laughs> back into their life? Not me. Oh my goodness. No, 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 not me. Not me. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I have one more thing to say about eighth grade. Whose mother keeps an eight and a half by 11 photo of their daughter with their eighth grade boyfriend who they just happened to become an item when she was sad when some dude spilled something on her dress. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, let's. Hey, I'm your friend. Hey, I'm into you. 
hey, let's kiss. It's like, whoa! Things moved fast at that eighth grade dance. Plus then someone <laughs> snuck a picture. Like it just was weird. Yeah, I want to know who took the picture. Who? Who took a picture? I thought they were alone outside. <laughs> it was probably Olin Mills, you know? Olin yeah. Mills photographers were out there and they are like, hey, let's take your picture and have your mom pay $20 for this eight and a half by 11 so that you can show it at your wedding 20 years from now. <laughs> oh, I haven't gotten to that part yet. Mm. Yeah, but um, anyway, so the reason he comes, he's a headhunter for this place called Shoreline Jewelers, and they're this like big jewelry company, and it's like always the company she said she would like never work for because they're like the people, you know, it's the same story. The big, the big company puts all the little companies out of business, and they don't, they don't have that personal touch, and yada yada yada. So um, he is, he was going to recommend her for this company and for that that position. Um, and her initial response is no, it's not my field. But um, as they continue to get to know each other, he kind of continues to like nudge, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Which is like this natural kind of curiosity. Mm -hmm. You know, they kept saying to each other, you know, to spend more time together. I'd like to be here to spend more time together. That's high up on my list. And I kind of liked the fact that when they were getting to know each other, they weren't trying to play things cool. You know, mm -hmm. like they were really dorky with each other and open and honest about that. And I, I think at when we first saw him, one, I didn't realize there would be like no conflict as far as like another guy or anything like that, you know? Um, so I was kind of like, do I like him? Is someone better coming along? <laughs> that type of thing. But then as soon as they did a FaceTime date, when he goes back to Chicago or something, he was adorable mm. I really cute yeah yeah oh yeah she's on and she's like I can see you you know on <laughs> I just thought he was really cute so. I thought they were very cute I, I will give them that they were a very cute little dorky couple um I think it was a little bit of their eighth grade side coming out honestly <laughs> But it was, it was believable. It wasn't, um, once I got over my initial shock of like, this dude just like hit her up 20 years later, once I, once we got into like their, their, you know, one-on-one -on -one time and they're dating and then they're like casual conversation. I was like, okay, this is kind of realistic. Like you reconnect with somebody, you kind of hit it off and then you build this relationship with them. And I actually appreciated the fact that, um, they put in all that technology because that's like the world we live in now mm -hmm. we're doing a lot of these like zoom and facetime type of things and you know people are starting to date in quote-unquote unconventional manners where we because we do have that technology um so I really I like that part that was kind of a, a fun little thing yeah and yet we still saw them together on dates too they mm -hmm. had dates together, like the cooking date, which, you know, he can't, no, no person in a movie can be happy with the big corp that they work for. So obviously he had this other passion that he needed, that he was denying himself, which was cooking. He's, mm -hmm. a, he's a chef. So they mm -hmm. get together and they cook. And even before the noodles are rolled out, they get into <laughs> a flower fight. <laughs> I, oh, yes. 
this was so funny, Carrie, because I wrote this in my notes. I was like, oh, flower fight, Carrie's favorite. And then my next line was wiping food off the face. My favorite, because yeah. those are both our pet peeves. <laughs> like right in that scene. I'm like, no, take it away. <laughs> Don't it's wipe like, the food no. off the face. I hate that so much. And I'm like, no, you can't get in a flower fight before you cook anything. I'm that just, that bothered me. Oh, well. <laughs> Still a few time. It was still kind of fun, but yeah, I'm not for the flower fight. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, the other component of this that we should talk about is her employees, because when she's making this decision about Shoreline Jewelers, she's not just making it for herself. She's making it mm-hmm. for her, her business and for her two employees, Vicky and Anthony, because they're like, well, then what about us? Yeah. And she tells them like, oh, well, like you can be the new designer and you can be the new like store manager or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we learned something from uh, the uh, lady. Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> this is good though, because I was at this time, I was writing, literally writing in my notes. I'm kind of feel like I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, you know? Yes. Like, Oops, where's the hijinks? Where's the betrayal? And like not one sentence more and there it was you know mm-hmm. <laughs> Patricia yeah. says you know we're gonna buy token tokens of love and we're going to make it a shoreline jewelers location your employees can apply for their jobs basically but you know we yeah have- I thought that was like the hardest part like they would have to reapply I was like yeah really? you're and gonna she- like just take away your employees completely yeah and, so oh, they'll have a good yeah. chance of, you know, getting in. I'm like, well, exactly. that's not much of a co- consolation. I know. No, but I mean, rightly so. She gets mad at Jamie because he was supposed to tell her this and she had no idea. So she, she says, no, no, the job's not for me. All of that. But then does she pick up the phone and call him right away? I think pretty, like once she gets home, she does. I thought what they did really well was they really talked through things like they leaned into certain scenes that typically we brush by and we'd like have to assume stuff but they like talk about things and they had to but kind of not too she kind of you know made those assumptions but at least she called yeah I mean yeah they did have that communication right away but my thing was I was like girl you are steamrolling him (laughs) just tell like ask the questions don't assume yeah never assume never assume always ask the questions folks because as it turns out he really didn't know about it and this other woman never actually told him to never gave him the information so he really didn't know because she left it in her draft folder (laughs) like okay like really yeah what no no that's putting in contracts no when you are consulting with someone you're trying to do that it goes into a contract and then when you have the contract then you show the person that you're trying to acquire these contracts and these conditions and all that stuff and blah 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 and it goes through all these other people and not just some you know consultant that doesn't even really work for your company (laughs) but whatever yeah. yeah, that was that was a, a betrayal that had a really tidy little finish. Actually, one line explained it away, and then it was like, okay, so that was anticlimactic. But how are they going to get back? 
together mm-hmm. here. And mm-hmm. they do at a bed and breakfast. Yeah, like um this is her sister Judy, right? You set it up. Yeah. Judy set up uh a little getaway for um for Kate. And then she's like, let me get your almost boyfriend there too, but I'm not gonna tell you. Exactly. Let's tell the BNB manager. The BNB manager is all like, hey, your sister is providing you a meal. And I was like, let me guess, that meal probably comes with a man on a platter. Yeah, it did. It totally did. You were right. So he comes and what did you think of his apology? You know, we have to assess these apologies at the end because they are plentiful. Um, Jess, what did you think of his apology? I don't know if I remember the ex- <laughs> what exactly. I watched it so long ago, um, but I know like he ended up he ended up quitting his job so he can pursue his passion. I do remember that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Just moving to new. her now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now they can be together. All the puzzle pieces are falling right into place. Right into place. I thought I again. I thought the apology and all of that I thought it was really um I thought it was well done in the fact that it felt kind of real um you know and it made sense for these two who knew each other in the past reconnected had this you know misunderstanding and then had this another connection coming back together um like that all made sense to me um you know, I, and I thought it was, I did think it was sweet that he was there and they had this, you know, candle at dinner and whatnot. So yeah. mm-hmm. one thing that that's cute to me, I always want to look for these little moments that make just, is this believable or not, you know, and she, he's like in, in the middle of saying something and she goes in for the kiss. Like she just kisses him and everything's forgiven and stuff. And then when she pulls back, she asks him a question like, okay, wait a minute, you're going to move here or something. And he goes, wait a minute. <laughs> like he's savoring the kiss he's surprised it shocked him and he's like i just need a minute after that and i was like yes jamie <laughs> jamie's keeping it real <laughs> he was keeping it real i thought that was cute so. yeah so he quits his job she still didn't take the offer even though they re-offered it to her without the clause of them buying tokens of love which was actually kind of surprising i didn't expect that part um i mean it's smart because for her i mean people don't usually think future right they think here and now they're like oh okay yeah okay i'm gonna be able to keep my employees and blah blah blah. but that's not to say that a few years down the road they're gonna want to acquire tokens of love you know so and it could have been a passing thing it could have been like maybe this person is like good with it but then they get a promotion or they leave the company they have a new vp president person who wants to acquire and is just going to do it anyways even though you have a personal connection to it so i thought that was actually really smart that she didn't take the offer she didn't take the bait i I think the reason (laughs) i was so surprised was because they were still offering it to her that way because it's still like a competing business it's Mm -hmm. like a conflict of interest for her to be in both yeah so I was surprised that they were like, oh yeah, it's fine. You can still keep your business and work for us. Like, right. They're competing. How does this work? Wait, wait a minute. Maybe it was more of the thing, like just using her name, you know, like, um, maybe, maybe, yeah. A Kate, a Kate Sterling design for this. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
it was a little more thoughtful business oriented movie than I anticipated. I mean, <laughs> we've seen business in these movies just not make sense before. It's like, how in the world are you even surviving? And uh, this one made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one little quick thing. It was actually before this, like right after she, um, well, like yelled at Jamie and her friends came over or her sister and her friend um this i only probably noticed this because i've watched so many up tv movies they were holding a stack of up tv movies when they came in it's like what oh was it God. which one i couldn't find it oh i forget what it i know i've i've seen that one yeah, um i would have to go back and rewatch that scene uh, and then go back and find it but i know i've seen it I for sure recognize that that she held up all of these up movies. Mm-hmm. One in the front, I was like, oh, what one is that? I, and I went to go search, couldn't find it. So if anyone who's listening knows what movie her friend holds up um, and can tell just from the cover or whatever, tell us in the comments. I, really yeah, I know I recognize it. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know the title off the top of my head. Well, I was like, was it one she was in? Because she was... Um, you know, she's in Matchmaker Mysteries now. She's in this one friend. Wait, is this the friend? The friend? Corey Lee? Mm-hmm. Who pl- yeah. Played by Corey Lee? She's in yeah. Matchmaker. Oh. She's in Matchmaker. Oh. Maybe she's not. Maybe I'm thinking, we did watch three up movies, so it could have been a <laughs> But um, yeah. Yes, Jess, I totally noticed that too. That's hilarious. Okay, I'm glad you did. I'm like, it's the, the movies, the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. <gasps> I have one nitpick here to share because it made me laugh. Um, The picture of Anthony's fresh baby. (laughs) I was like, how old do you think that fresh baby was? I was like, this fresh baby that just came from the womb is like a six month old in this picture. The baby's, no, the baby's adorable. Okay. But that baby is like, three to six months old he's smiling and everything in this nice little onesie and I'm like no 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 no. his wife just had a baby like six hours ago <laughs> it's supposed to be smushed it just smushed, be a closed eyes everything <laughs> that, I know. that part made me giggle <laughs> okay this guy Anthony is that what his name was yes named? Anthony and mm-hmm. yeah I thought he was a cutie patootie I mean he was I, in the running for the second guy to me I thought maybe that they would make make a go but then I was like oh no he's married I know I agree I had the same thought until I yeah. he was married yeah. he's married wait a minute because he was really fun and like sharp right at the beginning of the movie and um it, it will be fun to see if he comes up in any other mm-hmm. I, would, I would love that I agree I really liked him I, I I thought to myself after I was done I was like he needs to be used more we need him in a lead movie handsome sharp funny he's very quick quick on the lines and just the comedic humor i really liked him Mm -hmm. all right and so the ending of this movie um is the opening of jamie's new restaurant and he proposes he needed to the wedding Mm -hmm. is what this was called i was like why am i surprised at this of course he proposes that was cute yeah (laughs) I I liked both proposals in this movie. Um, you know, public. Do what? Even though they were public. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it was even even though they were public, it was still an intimate to them 
moment. Um, Like in the restaurant, it wasn't in front of everybody in the restaurant. It was just in front of their friends. And then again, with the birthday party, it was um, in front of her friends and family or whatnot. So, I mean, I I really like that. I mean, sometimes I think that these movies in general, these like rom-coms just showcase these like ridiculously overdone over the top proposals, which is fine because people do get proposed in over the top ways, but then it's also nice to have that, you know, really intimate type of proposal where it is a celebration with your friends and your family and all of that. So I, I liked it. I thought it, it fit the characters and I thought it fit the movie with both of the engagements and stuff. So um, I, I did like that. Yeah, I especially like the first one. I think the guy who played Ben did such a great job of like showing that emotion. I yeah, like painted. All right, um, let's move on to the ratings. Casey, you want to be our first victim? That's our sure, victim. sure. And do, oh. you, do you know we rate out of 10 on up, not out of five, like on Hallmark, so. Okay, I got out it. Of out of 10. Okay, so I have, I actually have two types of rankings on for, for this. The first type of ranking is my cheese ranking, and I only did it for this movie, but I'm not going to lie. This was a 10 out of 10 on the cheesy factor for me. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, just lay on the cheese. What was the most cheesy to you? What was the most, uh, the, the greatest cheese offense? I just, I don't know. I'm, I can't, I don't know that there was, I, I think it was their, the mean, I think it was the meeting, their mute cute of the um the fact that they had known each other for 19 years and he he hasn't talked to her and then he's all like laying it on thick and everything and I'm like y'all haven't seen each other for 19 years you guys are perfect strangers at this point in life um that's true I mean so 10 out of 10 cheese 10 out of 10 cheese for sure um but then as a whole movie I thought I gave it five out of ten okay (laughs) well yes i am i'll go next because um i'm struggling here with my laptop but uh (laughs) i gave it a 5.5 out of 10 i thought that it was like you said at the beginning jess it was unique in the way that they really kind of just did some relational development you know they really kind of showed us that they liked each other and why and they put it they put each other in a couple different situations like date situations and they just really like leaned into that so that was unique to me I kind of liked that but I also couldn't tell personally if it that made if that made it better or boring (laughs) like (laughs) I was waiting for something better to happen or more to happen or if I liked the development or I don't I can't really tell still so Mm -hmm. that's my point five but um the five yeah it was just kind of a nice middle of the road the couple was goofy but they had chemistry to me personally I thought they had chemistry and I liked watching them together and I believe their story and their future so um it's just a solid movie solid up movie for me five 5.5 all right I actually gave it a seven I gave it a little higher yeah um I I thought it was cute like you said I thought they had a good chemistry um, it didn't like a hundred percent hold my interest, but I was trying to be a little unbiased because I think people who are like traditional romantics would really, really like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And one note I made though, and I think maybe this is what Casey is talking about with the cheese factor. <laughs> I I think the characters were written younger than they looked. And maybe yeah. that's what like some of that issue was. Yeah. So what you're in eighth grade, you're what, 13, 14? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was four. Yeah, 2004. Uh, 14 for me, plus 19 30. years. That's what, 33? Yeah. 19 plus 14? Oh, nine. Yeah. I'm thinking 17 years. Yes. 19. Yeah, 19 years, 33. I, I feel like, yeah, I think if they were younger, that probably wouldn't have been as like shocking to me. Like, I felt like I was watching mid 20s. yes and i think if they had been casted as mid 20s Mm -hmm. it would have been really like spot on well yeah because like a 30 year old hanging on to an eighth grade crush is kind of a little weird but a 20 20 year old i mean that's still just shy or over 10 years ago i mean yeah that makes yeah that makes more sense so yeah yeah, overall i liked it so i gave it a seven all right you ready to move on to the next one Oh, yes. Let's go. All right. The next one was the perfect wedding match. And it's about programmer for the plus ones matchmaking app, Maisie Jacobs, who is single and dateless for her little sister, Allie's wedding. Keen to avoid her family's questions, Maisie uses the app to find her own plus one, but is sent the only person she would never date. Could the mix-up be her chance for true love? Starring Jenna Mikno and Tyler Cortad. Okay. So we kind of jump right into this movie, I feel like, like right away with him, like this guy named Luke is a journalist. He's coming to do the story on their app. He asks her a couple questions and he's not happy. <laughs> he is not there to write the glowing review they think they are going to get. No. Nope. He comes in super suspicious. That's kind of his MO as a journalist. Anyway, he wants to get the, the, the nitty gritty story and... And she's like, great. This is not who I want writing an article about my about my stuff. Plus, in the meantime, the app is kind of having some problems, I think, actually. So she kind of doesn't want him to figure out that because they're trying to work out the problems, mm-hmm. which is why they get paired up, I think, right? Like well, that was more like well, an accidental, like her assistant like bumped a button and it just like went, triggered something. Okay, let's talk about that real fast. Is your programming from 1999? <laughs> like, what just happened? Like, what? Well, like, first the computer screen looked like it was from last century. First of all. Second of all, how does one just go like, oh, let me just look at the cake and smash my hand on the keyboard for right. this to go awry? And number three, the girls, like her friend is all like, oops. I think this looks weird. Let me just shut my computer down. (laughs) And I get that they're a startup and like they literally are the promoters and the IT people and the software developer and the blah, 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 blah. But still like that is such a rookie mistake. Like how do you like, I wrote here, how does one screw the coding and then just shut uh, down your laptop? (laughs) Hopefully that works. That worked in 1999, but not now, I think. Oh my goodness. Okay, so my first thought kind of was, ooh, not another app movie. Like, 
I don't want another dating app movie. But I like the, the how people try to do the dating app thing in a modern way to throw people together. You know, mm-hmm. that, that throw people together. We have to act like we get along, but secretly we, you know, we despise each other. I'm, I'm all in for that storyline. I think that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. It took me a while to like Maisie and Luke. They were a little too contentious for me at the beginning um, in order for me to be like, hmm, this will be fun. It wasn't very fun. Everyone was whiny. You guys, interrupt me at any point because I just got these negative things to say. <laughs> like, okay. but, but you know what I think they were trying to do, which makes sense if you think about it. Maisie says that something about um, Mr. Her looking for Mr. Darcy, essentially. I was like, that's it. That's your storyline right here. You have this girl who is prejudiced against this dude who is proud. And the dude who was proud made these misjudgments on Maisie and her app because he called her what, Lazy Maisie or something yeah, like that? Yeah, he called her Lazy Maisie. Which isn't necessarily the case. So he made a snap judgment just like Darcy made a snap judgment at Lizzie in Pride and Prejudice. And so I- I watched that movie. Is that what this was? Because I did not- I did not make that connection either. <laughs> Casey, you're no. like a mastermind <laughs> Well, that, well, I mean, it, it really just, it kind of hit me when she said the Darcy thing. And I was like, that makes, that makes complete sense. It was maybe 30 to 40. It was like 30 minutes in when I, she said it, mm-hmm. I was like, that makes sense because he's like this broody moody dude and he's making snap judgments. And then she's mad because he's making these snap judgments. And then you have this sister who's getting married, AKA Jane, you know, like Jane and Bingley and all of that <laughs> going on there. I need to, I need to rewatch this movie, I think now with that in mind, because then you have this, the family who does kind of go above and beyond in that they're a little annoying, like each one of them. I was like, what is happening here with this family? Although the mom and dad, I kind of liked them, but the sister was so insistent on equal number of couples, like at her wedding. (laughs) So superstitious. And she drove me a little crazy. I was like, (laughs) so I I couldn't. <laughs> so I was watching this and I was like, oh my gosh, Jess is gonna like hate this movie. <laughs> because we already we already know I'm predisposed to not like wedding movies. You put yes. in like a semi-bridezilla. I mean she wasn't like a total bridezilla, but she was more just annoying. No, so like she was annoying. I will say that, but that was like also me. <laughs> that was you? Oh, yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no. You're gonna put you're gonna do it exactly the way I want this. So you're gonna play croquet and you're gonna wear all white. Yes, pictures to look nice. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is that was me when I was getting married. I was like highly annoying with my itinerary, <laughs> and, like lining people up, and then like we're walking down the aisle in a rehearsal. And like the doors fly open. I'm standing there with my dad. I take a few steps and ever I hear the, ah, and I'm like, oh, hold up, hold up. No, no, no. This is not the right cue, people. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm totally, what's her face? Allie, I think her name, yeah, Allie, Allie and Henry. Yeah, I'm Allie. Oh my goodness. 100%. <laughs> Y'all wouldn't hate me. <laughs> and yes, I would be that one being like, yeah, we need to have even numbers. Okay, the one thing I did like about the sister, though, was her just quick, like, assessment of Luke. She said, oh, 
you know, something about, oh, he's not your usual type. This guy is salt of the earth. This guy has substance. And I was like, yes, that is a great, because he was, he was a little salty. He was a little, you know, um, he was dark as swarthy and stuff. Definitely different than perfect Peter, this other guy who comes um, halfway um, in the movie. So I, I was like, oh, the sister, she kind of has Maisie's number here. She, she put some good words to to who he like uh, seemed to be so I kind of liked that yeah I mean you could equivalent kind of um perfect Peter to George Wickham <laughs> oh. except this is up so <laughs> he's like a nice George Wickham yeah <laughs> he was nice okay one tiny bit of a problem that I had with um I guess the cake didn't get delivered or something so they had to bake heirloom pies her cake her, the topper of the cake smushed or like oh yeah something oh, yeah. like yeah. with it so they had to bake these pies i'm like you don't have time to bake pies what are you doing <laughs> at least they didn't do a flower fight so. that's true this is true <laughs> point <I'll>... for carry no flower fight yeah but uh, a wedding pie so wait okay so what was the moment for you guys that Maisie and Luke like you could finally see it or like they finally connected or whatever because I was waiting for that the poetry poetry that is like I like actually really liked that scene when he was like you know writing the poetry and he reads her the scene and he -hmm. tells her you know you're in touch with your emotions rage being one of them (laughs) That was a cute scene. <laughs> yeah. I liked, um, I, I kind of, for me, it was the um, the photos when they're setting up and then they're, t- they're taking all the photos with the photographer or whatever who's trying to get the lighting right. And it, at first it was like this really fun, goofy thing. And then all of a sudden it kind of just clicked. Yeah. And it was for both of them, they were almost like, oh, snap. Right. Hmm. yeah yeah that's true there were some good good ones like that I thought the poetry as well um I thought it was funny that he was going around interviewing everybody for this article trying to get the dirt and stuff but really what was happening was he was totally endearing himself to her family and then he was kind of liking them in return you know Mm -hmm. so that was that was fun Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Yeah, which kind of brings us to the the conflict as he has this article already kind of like pre-written where he's pretty much slamming her her app still. Yeah, so Perfect Peter finds the article and he tells Maisie, who then confronts Luke about the article and also about Allie because Allie went missing <laughs> the the morning of her wedding after you know having this conversation with Luke. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, was it something I said? And she's like, what? You talked to her? Don't do that. Oh. That was funny. That was very funny. So, yeah, so she believes, because she assumed that he was going to write a bad article anyway. She believes. No assuming. No more assuming here. She believes Perfect Peter kind of yells at him. He kind of feels like uh, you didn't even give me a chance to explain. And then he takes off. And she's, Mm -hmm. ah. 
she finds Allie. She's running around the whole vineyard in her cute jammies. I mean, the whole time. <laughs> in these jammies. <laughs> and then the wedding goes on, but she's like, oh no. The real article comes out, right? And she reads mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. or something. And then she's like, where'd he go? Oh, he's gone. But no, he comes back. With mm -hmm. the blue bonnets. With the blue Flowers. bonnets. Yes. Very now, Yes, that was that was very very sweet. Um, and like really quick, back to uh, Perfect Peter, and then her friend. What is her friend's name? I didn't write it down. Um, when Perfect oh, Peter, Dana? Dana, thank you. So when Perfect Peter arrives, and they're like, "Oh no, what's happening here?" And I'm like, "Just switch dates." <laughs> Like, it's not that hard. You, Dana, you take Peter and she can continue this facade with, with Luke. But yeah, instead yeah. they had to make it all awkward and stuff. And then, oh, all of that. I was just like, no, no. That was bad. I mean, that's, that's always the awkward thing anyway, is trying to pull something over on your family, you know, to like make them believe that. But then this other guy comes in and then it, all of a sudden her family didn't care that she was with was two, two dudes. Yeah. And he had to figure it out. Like that was that was just there were some holes. There were some holes in that. When it could have mm -hmm. been nice and tight with him and Dana, fine. Yeah. Because and I thought it was weird for me too, because like if I were Luke, and, and I mean Luke already knows it's kind of a facade, but his feelings are getting involved at this point, even though he doesn't want to admit it to anybody, not even himself. But like, it would kind of be an ego buster, like to be like, oh, perf this, this guy who's good looking and a Channon Tatum lookalike or whatever is coming up here. And now Maisie's obviously going to go with, you know, and then with Maisie, her also acknowledging the fact that she is getting these feelings towards Luke, but she's not admitting it to anybody else. It could have been resolved really fast with her saying to Dana, like, okay, listen, you take him. <laughs> right. And then, and then we kind of move past that, but I felt like her having the two dates was kind of unnecessary conflict. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like we could have moved the story along without her having to be yeah. Peter's date too. Yeah. Um, because I don't know if it were my family, they'd be like, hold on, hold, 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 hold on. You played two, two dudes. Like right. what's going on here? <laughs> you just told me this. I mean, I think that's always the goal with that is to accelerate his acknowledgement that, oh, my feelings for her are real because someone mm -hmm. else is in the picture now. I'm a little jealous and I actually like this girl actually and I can't deny that anymore. So I kind of see where they were going, but it just, it went, it was such a loose, they played it really loosely that I was like, oh, wow, there's, <laughs> this just is unnecessary. I feel yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and then our ending is one year later where they're getting married. And here's where I have questions. <laughs> okay, now he comes back, they have a dance, it's kind of cute, they talk, and then it's one year later in a very unsatisfying one year later. My question is, okay, in the beginning of this movie, or like towards the beginning, he tells a story about like his family has this tradition of proposing on a bridge. And I'm like, why would you tell this story if you're not going to use it? The one year later should have been the proposal on a bridge. 
Like you have 90 minutes in a movie. You don't want to waste your airtime. Like, yes. why'd you tell the story if you weren't going to use it? Yes. I completely forgot about the bridge talk. Oh my <laughs> gosh. That would have been perfect. I was See, annoyed. I, I wrote that down. I said proposal on the bridge and question marks like right there. I, I wrote that down because again, like you said, when people say stuff in movies, time is very precious when filming. And so you don't want to waste a moment. You don't want to waste these things where it leaves all these questions. So I was fully anticipating for if they were going to do the whole six month later, a year later trope thing at the end, I was fully expecting it to be a proposal on a bridge so we can see that. But no, it was in, they kissed in a truck and moved on. It was a wedding at the same vineyard and she throws bluebells out the window. Okay, but there's, and then like, here's my other thing too. There was nobody there. (laughs) Like what? No, no, no. You have people. You can recycle the people from the first wedding a year ago and have them lined up on the the pathway there and like them being all like, woo. And then she throws out her bouquet and then Dana catches it and she's over there with perfect Peter. And she's pregnant. There you go. Like, could have been. So many things. So many things could have been better. This is why I thought it was the most unsatisfactory. Like, just have them kiss on the dance floor. That would have been a much better ending even. And But if you're going to do it one year later, make it something. Make mm-hmm. it something where like, yeah, one year later. Oh, they just drove off because they <laughs> 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 That was so weird. Yeah. And I'll, yeah. I'll give them the slack for not having the wedding guests recycled on the pathway or whatever because of COVID. I'm sure it was like filmed during that time period or whatnot, but still they could have, they, they could have just had a bridge scene, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah. we know that they're going to get married, you know, like we don't need to see, like, we didn't even get to see her dress. Like if you're going to do it one year later where they are getting married, at least give us the decency of letting us see her dress because that's what we all like is like the wedding yeah Ooh. or like you know those ones where they're like one year later and it's that same scene maybe they're dancing but they're the bride and groom now you mm-hmm. know like that and then they're all their families around for them this time like even that would have been better yeah the truck drive away in a truck um, <laughs> and throwing the blue pills out the window and it's like boop. <laughs> it did it totally was like <laughs> dropped out the window on the drive literally was a drop <laughs> she didn't even chuck it like at least chuck it <laughs> and who was she throwing it out to that's the other thing so like bad. that was so bad okay because of that what did you give it did that knock knock your points down oh i'm sorry i jumped right to the rating are we ready oh you're fine i was ready to go there i can go first on this one i i gave it a five i rated it right in the middle um i just like i just thought it was okay um like it went down because i thought it was slow and i just did not like that sister Mm -hmm. um but i kept it a little higher because i did think it had some cute moments and there was some humor like there was some funny parts but i just wanted more of those yeah so yeah five don't be afraid of the humor. Yeah, exactly. you know me. I love humor, especially if you're going to write me a wedding movie. You know, it's got to be kind of funny. So. Yeah, it's these shenanigans of the pretending we're together. I mean, that writes itself. I thought, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. obviously not. Okay, five out of ten. I give it a four. Four out of ten. 
for um, a lot of kind of what we've said about it. It was just like it almost, there were so many almost for me, you know, they, I think they almost had chemistry. They almost did the, the fake dating thing well. They almost ended cute. Like they, there was just so many almost for me here. So I thought he was fun. Actually, the salt of the earth, Luke, I thought he was kind of cool. Um, and I'd like to see him in something else. I'd never seen him before. So I might search him up, see what else he's in. Um, but yeah, so for me, it's a four out of 10. I could have used with a lot more of the ant in the movie, actually. Mm -hmm. She was kooky and funny and she needed to, yeah, where was her date? I mean, oh, speaking of the ant, what's about all the random bottles of wine hidden everywhere? <laughs> Like she even, like went in Luke's room at one point and like they were like in the dresser wrapped in towels. <laughs> like why are these random bottles of wine everywhere? Because Aunt so she's a wino. I mean they're at the winery. <laughs> she's like wanted wine all the time. Oh, I was so confused. I was like, why is she getting wine out of Luke's dresser? <laughs> well, that was her room before. That was her room. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's why that's why um, she knew where the wine stash was. And yeah, she's like, you, I might have left a secret, something in my secret stash. So yeah. Anyway, uh, can you see what about you? Um, I gave this a six out of ten. I thought it was pretty quirky. I thought it was kind of fun. Um, the annoying people didn't really bother me. I just, for me, it was. Um, they were for me. They were annoying in a humorous way, probably because I could see myself being that really <laughs> annoying person. It was almost watching a hyperbole of myself. Um, so that I kind of liked it for that reason. Um, I really liked kind of some of the things they were saying in there, like they're naming perfect Peter. Um, uh, what was it, uh, Maisie Daisy? Um, they she yells at the florist and calls her Karen. Like I thought that was kind of a comical thing, and then she's like, "I'm so sorry, I was rude." And then um, when Peter was like, "Your app, the app needs to have a rank the best friends characters from Phoebe to Ross," and I was like, "Oh, look, here we go." Yes. <laughs> I was like, I wrote that in there, friends reference. Yeah, friends reference. So I was kind of like, okay, that's fun. And then the Channing Tatum thing. Um, so like, I thought there were lots of cute little little things to make it a little different than other movies that I had watched, like some of these like cultural references. Um, and then I also really liked the fact that it was a diverse couple getting married um and like seeing that now my one issue I have with that is the fact that the wedding did not have enough diversity in like the wedding guests were not as diverse as I would have liked to have seen that's my only thing with that because I'm like mm, I think I actually you know, noticed the same thing if I'm remembering yeah the actors right yeah yeah and so um and I will I will say for these last two movies they did really well with like trying to have a more inclusive casting with the with the diversity and stuff um so I did appreciate I did appreciate seeing that I mean there's definitely room for improvement for sure but um I did I really did like that I liked Allie and Henry as a couple um and I would have loved to see more of Henry I think he was probably my favorite character he was just so fun and like chill calming everybody down and yeah. he, he's just he was just so fun thing. He was yeah good. yeah so I gave it a six out of ten great all right we had a four five and six <laughs> and all pretty pretty similar so far no nothing too uh 
crazy. I'll see if the last maybe changes it. <laughs> All right. The last one is a whirlwind flooding. We have Cassie, who is an accountant, and she goes home because her mom's getting married. Um, and she's going to help plan this wedding because she used to do some event planning stuff before she ended up going into accounting. She had like an internship or something, I think. Um, so she's going home and then she meets Kyle, who is this chef at like a barbecue place. And um, Cassie is kind of a snob and thinks it needs to, everything needs to be fancier, even though her mom doesn't really care. <laughs> so that's the, that's kind of the situation. And this one stars Morgan Cohen, who is on When Hope Calls. So she should be pretty familiar. Mm-hmm. And Drew Nelson. Yeah, I, I recognized her and I, um, I think she's just the cutest, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I thought she, she's this red hair. She has these, this great open face. She's so kind of like with her way about her and stuff and um, her smile, her teasing. I thought she was the star of the show here. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was good, but I, th- I thought she was the star of the show. So it's a bummer, you know, when you open, open the movie and she's in this relationship already in to this guy named Gordon. And already because his name is Gordon, you know he's not gonna last, you know, like Gordon uh, versus this hip name Kyle. I don't know. So Gordon, MIA, he doesn't like, well, he's not interested in anything she's interested in. He's totally like distractible. So, you know, you can see where that's going. But she's this cute thing who needs to go help her mom plan a wedding. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I had issues with Gordon being all like, oh, I put in for the wrong day. <laughs> Gordon, huge eyebrow there. I'm like, buddy, get with the program. How long have they been together? Exactly. They had been together for a, a few years, I think. Cause like everybody's like, when are you gonna get married? <laughs> and she's like, um, you know, whenever. And he's so non like, I don't know. If my Listen, if my boyfriend of multiple years put the wrong date, I would be like, you're, you're, you're dead to me. <laughs> I mean, cause it's not like, I mean, but the thing is, it's not like it's your best friend's wedding or it's not like it's some random person's wedding. That's forgivable. It's your mom, you know? And like, she had lost her dad before. This is a really big deal for her mom to get remarried and mm-hmm. she's getting a stepfather or whatever. And like, that's really important. And like, that is an important date that you don't want to have your significant other miss out on because they put it for the wrong day or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's so lame. And I would be that person hounding the, my boyfriend being all like, did you put it in for the right date? You know, it's like Friday. Friday the the 12th the 12th of July make sure that's it like every single day (laughs) but I don't know yeah or at least I would have been like oh bummer fix it (laughs) (laughs) sorry talk to your boss and come anyway but anyway yeah so she has a kind of a cute meet cute with uh Kyle at the cafe Mm -hmm. and they just I don't know, kind of overhear each other on a phone. They have to sit at the same table and stuff. It's kind of cute. She says, he says something like, oh, boyfriend. She goes, no, no, I'm single. No, I'm, well, I mean, I'm not single. Like, you know, she's kind of flustered. <laughs> yeah, because she's looking at the bridal magazine. Mm-hmm. And then she, he offers her some of his fries. Right. She's like, oh, no. 
this place could have sanitation issues or something. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I did not like this movie. I'm talking to the negative one. I just her character drove me insane. Really? Yeah, he's like, oh. she held the show and I'm like, she drove me insane. I thought, what was it about her that drove you insane? Because yeah. these are- just, she had that like I don't even know the word, like almost like um not arrogant, but just like I'm she was a little too good for everything. It's just like or nothing's good enough for her. And I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't with it. Yeah. <laughs> with like she couldn't eat the fries. I mean, come on. But to try to like find some deep layers where there may not be any. I think that you know she was trying to control something in this whole scenario that she had no control over. You know, mm-hmm. her mom's getting remarried real quick. She doesn't even know this guy. And then, so she's trying to like keep some standards and have some control over how things are actually gonna go, you know, actually with the wedding. So that kind of made sense to me. I was like, okay, okay, we're, she's, she's a person who likes things in order and how they add up. And so her high standards to me were, weren't too boring or too um, annoying, but <laughs> to you they were. Yeah, well, it was more because like the mom didn't care, and it's like always like that thing where it's like the couple, they're not, you know, they don't want that caliber, so like don't force it on them. Right, <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. If they had been, if they had wanted that, then like okay, that's fine. So she she puts her nose up at this um, caterer because this barbecue stuff, who now happens to be this kind of cute guy she got flustered over at this cafe, and um, they work out an agreement. He's going to help her. They're going to do the barbecue, but he also is a handyman. So he's going to help her do some other stuff at the wedding. Mm-hmm. And she, in return, is going to help him with his paper, his tax um, finances of his restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now yeah. They spend more time together. Yeah. I mean, the snootiness didn't bother me. Again, that's probably because, like, I'd be the same way. But, you know, it's also neither here nor there. I, 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 and I think that's why I like, I liked her character because I'm again, flawed and relatable me, a control freak. <laughs> um, so, um, cause like with, so when my sister, my brother, and my sister-in-law got married, they are very opposite of me. Like they're very like go with the flow. Everything's casual. Everything's chill. And I'm over here like, but it's your wedding. <laughs> what are you thinking? come on chop 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 we need this and this and this you gotta think about this you gotta think about this and they're just like whatever and I'm like how can you (sighs) paper bag you know again I had to learn it's not my wedding and you know once I realized they really didn't care I was like okay I'm backing off here but I mean I can understand for Cassie having that personality I mean she's an accountant like accountants are that way they have to be very particular they're very on the books so I thought it was appropriate for her personality and her job to line up with her kind of like uptightness yeah um and you know of course she's also going through these internal things with these changes in her family too yeah 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 though I think the one thing how I missed this you guys gotta tell me what was the day span from the time she gets there to the time the wedding happens? What is, how many days are we talking about here? 
I don't know what they said, but I think my like internal impression based on like absolutely nothing was like a week. <laughs> like a week. It had to have been a week at least. Mm-hmm. They were making, they were starting from scratch this whole wedding. No decisions had been made. Like she was going in there. Now they're, now they're like making tables. They're building tables and she's like putting together all the decorations. I mean, I was a little stressed out about everything that they needed to get done and there was not much whirlwind happening in my mind i felt like no this is the slowest all of the planning is happening right now (laughs) you know you make a really good point because when i saw the title whirlwind wedding i literally was thinking a whirlwind wedding but and i think the whirlwind of it is the fact that Um, mom and stepdad to be have only known each other for six months right but when you're that age you know and I'm not trying to stereotype people or anything but that's not a world that's not a whirlwind that's just people like people usually know what they want they know what they're looking for and they get married and I don't see that as a whirlwind especially in that even even if it were a younger couple in their 30s or 40s getting married within six months I don't know that I would call that a whirlwind romance or anything or whirlwind wedding to me it would have been like they got engaged last week and they're getting married tomorrow right (laughs) and there's an emergency and there's a fire happening and we got to get these things done so it didn't like the title almost didn't match up with the story no it was yeah yeah it was that was funny to me I was like this is this is plodding along this is not a whirlwind wedding planning here anyway (laughs) One thing I do have to mention is that there was a hay fight. There was a hay fight. I was curious what you thought about that, Carrie. I have in my notes here that I much prefer a hay fight to a flower fight. Okay. I like like a hay fight. That was cute. Throwing the hay. (laughs) (laughs) See, my thing with the hay, kind of like with your flower, is like they were not dirty after. Hay sticks. Okay, I've been in enough barns. It sticks to everything. (laughs) You throw a hay at each other, it's still going to be all over you. (laughs) No, but I mean, to me, I feel like it's a little cleaner where you have the fight is supposed to be dirty. You're if the barn is supposed (laughs) to have hay in it. Yeah. The kitchen is not supposed to have flour all over it um, in that (laughs) manner. But I for sure thought the fiance was going to walk in during the hay fight, but he didn't. Mm -hmm. But the brother, the brother walked in. So it was interrupted here, but still, Mm -hmm. I like a hay fight. That was kind of fun. So I do think, okay, one other thing to say, and then you guys can talk, sorry. But okay, typically I do not like movies with the, I'm, I have a boyfriend and now, but I also am opening my heart up to you. Like it does, it just has this little bit of an undertone of like cheating. Eating, right? yeah, so, yeah. Even though we know she's not right with Gordon and Gordon isn't treating her well, there still is that like, oh, you get uncomfortable. But for this one, for some reason, I don't know. I thought they did it kind of naturally. They were a little flirty, but they also were, um, they were just kind of like getting to know each other and like Mm -hmm. being friends and working on a project together. And it seemed a little bit more like, oh, they were surprised with how much they actually liked each other, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end. 
Mm-hmm. So I don't, there was something about this for me that worked a little bit, but typically I don't like movies like this. Yeah. And I wonder too, if it was because like kind of early on, she made the decision, like I need time to think about us. Like she was already like making that decision of like, I'm starting to drift away from you mm-hmm. instead of like them, like trying to keep up the appearance through right. like the entire movie of like, we're still together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a big difference between being intentionally flirty and just having good chemistry. And I think they just had good chemistry as two people. I mean, like sometimes you just hit it off with people. And I think that's where that was with Kyle and Cassie. So it didn't feel like she was emotionally cheating on Gordon because by the time Gordon comes back, she's all, you can already see that she's processing whether or not she even wants to continue her relationship with Gordon. Right. You know, she's seeing her mom and her stepdad to be, she's seeing um, Kyle in a different kind of a way or whatnot, you know, and sometimes you just have to step back and reevaluate life. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, I agree with you, Carrie. It didn't seem kind of icky. Yeah. Yeah. It, it didn't. So was kind of good can we jump and talk about this wedding (laughs) (laughs) okay again i understand that we have we they had to film during an unconventional time in 2020 however they're standing so far away from each other Like, what was up with that? That was the one thing about this movie that I was kind of like, wait, what? Do you mean mom and the- Mom and stepdad are like- The altar, yeah. They're like six feet apart. And then you don't even hold hands walking down the aisle. I noticed that. And then they're like like, staring side to side. And I'm like, at least hold hands. Like, look like you're in love. You just look like you, I don't know made a business deal and you're like happy about this business deal like <laughs> what is happening this is not a wedding and then the guests were so far from each other that kind of made me giggle just a bit because I'm like oh we all know when this when this movie was filmed yeah they're literally like spread so far apart and the the cinematography didn't even they didn't it's not it's like they didn't even try to make it look like they were together like the previous movie the cinematography moved so it kind of did look a little more full yeah or like it made it look like people were at least closer yeah. together mm-hmm. even if they were sitting farther apart but in this movie they were like here let's do a let's do a wide shot <laughs> there's like a person per bench <laughs> i know okay so but at this wedding when they had the reception and stuff and um because he finds like this wedding venue which is better mm-hmm. whatever all these details but he comes in he's like you know where's gordon she said he left and he says like would it be okay with him if we danced or something like that and then she said yes i'm like tell him i know i wrote that down like why didn't she tell him right there i don't know because then he like has this smile on his face like he's he's so happy he wants to dance with her even though he's feeling pulled that she's taken because he assumes they got engaged he saw Mm -hmm. Gordon proposed and um and he assumed she said yes but she didn't but let's talk didn't. about that for one second I gotta pause how does Gordon who I would think is a smart man not see that her body language is clearly not somebody who is about to accept like they didn't even try to make it look questionable like she was clearly not going to say yes 
yeah. even from a distance. Yeah, because it was Gordon. Gordon is clueless, and we've known that from the beginning. Gordon doesn't care what other people need or want. He is like gonna make things work for himself. I mean, that's what we know about Gordon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not a very glowing <laughs> review of this character. No, he probably, I mean, like, Gordon is probably a very analytical kind of person and very, like, not into the emotions and very logical because, I mean, you could tell by the way he proposed, he's thinking through all the logistics. And what did she say? This relationship. Yeah, she's like, I can't, with all these stipulations and maybes and (laughs) if we and whatever, like, all this flouncy language to make it kind of work for you um but yeah I mean I I think for Gordon definitely I think it was just I think it was just his character to just be realistic about it and thinking like okay well we've been dating for so many years I mean this is the next logical step I guess I mean we can kind of piece it all together and then for Kyle to watch I mean like he's only known Cassie for like a hot minute so (laughs) the natural assumption is I know that this girl that I'm interested in has a boyfriend that they've been dating for a while. I see that he's proposing and obviously she's going to say yes, because why would she say no? Right. Especially if they don't know I would have stayed longer. I'm like, I got to watch this play out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would be there too. I'd be like peeking through the bushes. Like, is she going to say yes? Well, it was a relief that he did find out, you know, that the, the new stepdad kind of comes to the barbecue place and is like, oh yeah, Cassie, she's had quite a big week. I was like, thank you, finally. And then Kyle runs out, you know, again, not even trying to be cool about it, but just like following his, his passion and he wanted to go find her. Oh my goodness. Let's talk about that passion. I was like, is he being for real right now? Yeah, like they were such heavy breathing, weren't they? Like he was declaring his love and they were both just like, they weren't even touching, but it was, it was kind of passionate. I was like, well, Kyle, there you are. Oh, no, I, I was like, well, for me, I was kind of like, where did this come from? Like he comes, he's all dramatic. And I thought he was kind of kidding with her. Kind of like, you know how some people, there's something kind of awkward that's happened. They come in, they're being a little dramatic just to break the ice. And then they kind of simmer down into their personality. Once you've kind of gotten like the, okay, I see. No, it was like, I was waiting for the punchline and he was just go. I was like, whoa, bro, (laughs) this is too much for me right now. I feel like you this would have been appropriate for Luke in the last movie because he's a word he's a man of words and like that's Mm -hmm. just I feel like I could see that with 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 uh with Kyle here I was kind of taken back by the the dramatic effects of it of especially the first like three-fourths of this of his speech I was kind of like this is this is this is whoa whoa okay I want to stop you there for some reason, I, I paced along with him and I, and I felt like this was an appropriate kind of turnabout for him. He, all movie, he was a little bit of a goof off. He didn't really care too much about certain things. His restaurant was kind of, you know, he was he was at a standstill with his restaurant and his, his inspiration wasn't there. And slowly we see him get that stuff back. And it's like, she brings him alive again. You know, he's, he wants to cook he's creative, he's passionate, 
And then all of a sudden he thinks he's going to lose her and he likes who he's been over this past mm -hmm. week. And he's like, no, I don't want to lose you. So for some reason, it made sense to me. I'm like, here he is. <laughs> this is what's been dormant the whole time. And I think you and I, based on our talking, probably rated this a lot higher than just. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, I think so. <laughs> oh, but wait, real quick on that speech. Now, yes, taken aback, I see your point about his character building and all of that. Mm -hmm. I really did like the fact that he said, I want to be, I want you to be my girlfriend and I want to kiss you. It was because, so direct. Yeah, it was so direct. I really appreciated the fact that he did, he just went into it like what he wanted because a lot of times these movies you just have the kiss yeah you know and mm -hmm. it's like yeah I mean I know it's implied like you want to be an item with this person or whatever but it was just nice to see him actually verbalize like yeah this is what I want out of us in our relationship I want you to be my girlfriend and then I want to kiss you and then they kiss and it was like all nice and happy happy and then they had a more satisfying six months later yes yeah I thought that so. made sense yeah yeah she was there she was doing the restaurant thing she had said no to this promotion their boyfriend and girlfriend they named their company something funny um elevation barbecue or something elevation events maybe I don't remember Something with like elevation or elevator. Yeah. Some, something like that. Because that was a word. That was a little bit of a joke throughout the whole mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Anyway. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to hear what Jess thinks about this. No, I do. I definitely <laughs> hear what you think about this. You're ganging up on me. Wahaha. <laughs> <laughs> ha. <laughs> All right. Why don't you guys go first and I'll, I'll round it out. Okay, I'll go first. Well, I gave it a seven out of 10. I, I thought it was, you know, what the only boring thing about it to me was all the, the wedding planning, the plodding along on a movie that was called Whirlwind Wedding. You know, here we have someone, one person doing all this work again, you know, while the mom gets to go run runs or whatever. And uh, I'm like, uh, this, this storyline again, but I liked her a lot. I thought the two of them had chemistry. I thought they had character development in this in this one. And um, I gave it a seven out of 10. I liked it. Okay. Yeah, Casey? Casey? Okay. I too gave it a seven out of 10. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> I know. Um, I really, out of the three movies, this one had my favorite meet cute. Mm -hmm. I thought it was super fun and just like, it, it just, it made sense to me, even if she was a little snooty about his French fries or whatever. Um, I, I thought it was cute. And, um, you know, I like their relationship. And um, I also liked the, I liked the ending. Um, yes, he was very dramatic, but it was a very sweet way of wrapping things up. And I did like the more satisfying six months later. Um so I mean, it was it was super cute. I I I'd watch it again. And Morgan and um, is his name Drew? They're they're lovely. I need to see Drew and more. He's super cute. Okay, Jess, you have the floor, and don't hold back. <laughs> well, I did not give it a seven. <laughs> I gave it a four. I wasn't that mean. I wasn't that harsh or anything. Um, 
I just, I, I don't like a wedding planning movie. So I already didn't find it interesting. Um, and I, I didn't like her character. And it's not like the, it's not like Morgan Cohen or anything. I love her in When, Co- when Hope Calls. It's just the character, the way it was written just annoyed me too much. Um, <laughs> and it just felt really forced to me. Like it didn't feel like it flowed. Um, I actually would have much preferred if this movie was about Henry and the mom. I love them. They, to me, they were the stars of this movie for me. I love their, their meet cute, like the story, um, in the like meeting in the play and all the switching of the seats or whatever. I thought that was super cute. So I would have watched this if it was about, um, Henry and the mom. I just, the rest of it didn't do it for me. Yeah. Also missing I'm missing more of in these uh, movies as as the year has gone on is that kind of like those B character love stories, you know, mm-hmm. like it's either mm-hmm. it's just these two and then everyone else kind of fills in, you know, their their role. But I would like to see like that, like it would have been more fun to see more of the mom and and the, the stepdad have interactions and yeah mm-hmm. solve the conflict together instead of the daughter come in and solve the conflict you know like mm-hmm. the second guessing or of the marriage and stuff so I, I agree you're right yeah. that was a good critique yeah we had some some differences of opinion in that one I lost out though womp womp. <laughs> but that's all right I think we all had similar middle range average yeah for these movies um like it wasn't a it wasn't quite a you know somebody gave a bunch of movies a two on one side and like a 10 on the other side so yeah yeah I mean I think we did pretty good I think we did yeah all right well that wraps up these three movies um let us know all of your thoughts and comments and if you like them or not and Casey where can people find you you can find me on Twitter at Hallmark My Words. And Carrie, what about you? Yeah, you can find me at Instagram at Hallmark Comics. That's Hallmark underscore comics. Awesome. And you can find me at DustBSW blog on Twitter and Instagram. And also be sure that you're following um, the this podcast at OUA Upside on Twitter and Instagram, and as well as the Hallmarkies podcast at Hallmarkies Pod or Hallmarkies podcast across all social social media, iTunes, YouTube, all that great stuff. And we will see you again for the July movies. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.